Welcome to Live at the Vibe. This is your host, Elia Rivetti, with Live at Vibe, and I'm here with Sarash Sandra. How are you today? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, Elliot. What's happening? How are you? I'm not too bad. We're, uh, we're just about to kick off the night. We haven't quite kicked off the comedy night, but Sarath is quite early, so he's going to make sure that uh, we get in this interview nice and uh, quick, and then we'll have you up on stage. How are you feeling today? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty relaxed. It's a messy, nasty day outside, but it's good to come out and get some comedy. I was, I was already in the city. It seemed pretty convenient to come and do some performance as well, so, yeah. Do you, uh, I was going to ask, do you find that, like, rain usually affects comedy in a positive or negative way when it's raining outside? Yeah. What, what, what kind of impact do you get? You get less of people, but more up for it people. Like, it's just like, if there's a fire and you find people wanting to hang out and party, you know there's some fucking reason behind that. Mm. So, yeah, if there's people here tonight, they're going to probably want to be up for it. But yeah. And, um, and uh, we're, we're on Saturday night here, so how's the rest of the week been leading up to today? Like, uh, work-wise, friendship-wise, how's it all been? Well, let me see. That's a, that's a broad question. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Very broad question. I think work-wise, it's been pretty good. I did, um, it's been pretty cruisy. A couple of, well, last week or two, it's been pretty cruisy. It's Christmas, right? So people start slowing down. And um, for me, it's been pretty good. Just kind of traveling a bit, bit in Melbourne and Adelaide and stuff like that for work. So it's been a bit tiring. I'm actually pretty jaded and looking forward to a bit of a break. But yeah, I'm feeling all right. And emotionally, friend-wise, yeah, I think I'm okay. I've got some stuff I'm doing tonight with some friends. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to... And I was visiting some friends in Melbourne like, last weekend. So it's kind of nice. I think um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I was going to ask you, you're meeting up with some friends after tonight, uh, after the set tonight. If your set doesn't go the way you want it to in previous times uh, and you make plans with friends, do you feel like it affects hanging out with them the entire night or it kind of shades it? Or are you, are you able to just leave it on the stage and just sort of be like, fuck it, it sucked, and now I'm going to go and have a nice night? I've never had one where it's like truly horrific to the point where it's mentally scarred me. But I've had... Thankfully, when I've had those kind of nights, I've never had any plans. I've had the night to cry it off. But usually, yeah, I've been pretty good. I think comedy for me is like an outlet anyway, so it doesn't really matter about the outcome. It's so corny, but it's just like it's an outlet. I try to say something's funny at the start of my set that I know is funny, and then I try new bits anyway straight after. So for me, it's a it's a win-win. It doesn't matter. Like I feel pretty good afterwards. So. Um, okay, so what are some of the things that sort of like maybe might affect you during the week in terms of, oh, like that might affect you on the day of a set, uh, sort of in terms of like arguments with co-workers and stuff like that? Is there anything that you... Or there, there are some stuff? Oh, for sure. Like I had a I had a Sydney Fringe show, which I did when um, there was a girl I was dating, actually, and we'd just broken up and she was there to see a show immediately after mine in the same friggin' room. Um, yeah, it was with like Luke Heggie and these other two, Jen Carnival and someone else, I think. How'd you deal with that. It was. I did not do well. I, I did not. And my friends were, my friends were looking at me. And uh, what happened was, I just kind of, like, it was the first time I just kind of called it in. And I did the show, but it was, like, we only did three shows, but it was like a sixty seater, seventy seater. When you say times. called in, what do you mean? By- like, I just, I just, I felt that I was not there. I wasn't present, but I was telling my jokes and my material because mm. I'd done it 
enough times and rehearsing enough times and the energy was not there like I was like I felt like it was like a credit show I felt like it was a 70% show but another night when I didn't have that exact flipping reminder of my failures I felt yeah pretty awesome actually so yeah and the other show I did really good and this one was like 60% as good as the other one I, yeah it does affect you and you can't not you can't no, not that's a great example that's a great example it was horrific man like she was I was like literally walking outside I'm going onto the stage and then I see her with her two friends and she looked at me and I looked at her and then she just like freaking blanked me I'm like we were going out and then she knew I had the show and then she was there to see the show immediately after it was the ultimate what a dick ultimate <laughs> dick move I mean she had tickets I guess Luke King is funny but you know for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad. God damn it, Heggy. Shutterstock music. Uh, please give it up for your next act, Sarah Chandra. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, how are you? I am Sarath. Old white guy, sir. You are not defined by your identity as an old white guy. Let me let me just say that to you. What's your name, mate? Colin. Colin or Colin? Colin. Colin. Yes. Colin. <laughs> All right. You've got like a. You're kind of trying to trick me with that name oh, situation. It's Colin, it? It's Colin in it. All right. You said even at the end. Now I understand where it's coming from. All right. Cool. Are you, you're an Englishman. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Makes sense. Um. Well. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. Uh, you've been here for a while, I assume. Yeah, been here for a couple of years. You've done that. Yeah, a couple of years. Couple of years. Uh, have you have you visited the local curry houses and compared it to back home? Yeah. And how do you feel? Oh, they're getting there. They're getting there. That's great. Yeah. Typical British man, ready to complain about anything, including curry. Welcome to Live at the Vibe with Ellie Rivetti. We're back here with Sarah Sandra for the second half, post-set. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, man. It's fine. So it was, like, it was, it was pretty quiet in there tonight. Uh, how did you... What, what, what was going through your mind when you first got up there? Oh, just have a conversation. Like, just get chatting. Yeah, I mean, there was so many... So there was only five audience members, uh, five or six people. So, yeah, as I'm saying, like, I think um, when there's a small crowd, it's good to get them, like, paying attention. And the best way to do that is to have a quick chat with them, just acknowledge them, you know, make fun of some of the guys. I thought there was that dude with the... There was a guy who looked like he was straight out of some kind of bad mob hit situation. And I'm like, we've got to address that elephant in the room. And, yeah, it was nice. I thought it was nice. It got them ready for who I was, and it helped, I think. Yeah, I think I think you did exactly that with the, uh, with the crowd did a pretty good job with that. Um, so, I was, so you tried some new bits here tonight, uh, and you said that you didn't get to finish all of them. Um, so what, is, is it, was it something like uh, you were like, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the ripcord sort of thing right now, or is that something that usually, like, you just forgot it maybe? Oh, it was just like, I, well, I thought I was kind of going a little far. But I mean, I spent a bit of time just talking to the audience, and I thought, like, I'd open them up, and then I told them some material which I thought would work, and then I tried the bit that, you know, I didn't really get much practice with. Yeah. So I kind of felt like if I kept going, it was just going to be worse. Like, it might not be, it might only be as good as my last bit. Yeah. So I thought, why not just leave on a note where they'll still remember the really good bit and the fact that I was very personable and then I tried a new bit. And it didn't work as well. That's fine. No, I thought you felt it. Nice. It was good. Um, 
Okay, so when you're when you are trying a new bit, when you are when you when you do write down something for the first time, you're like, I'm gonna take this out tonight. What are some of those like uh, those fears that come up? I mean, obviously everybody gets insecure, but for you, what are some of those things where you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I mean, like I like what what are some of those insecurities that flare up? Oh, just standard insecurities of it's not gonna work, but like um, like what are you afraid of people thinking of you? Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I don't think I'm afraid of what people think of me. I don't yeah, yeah. care. If you're doing stand-up, you tend not to... Mm. Like, you don't tend to care about what people think of you. You just tend to care about what you think about yourself. I think that's more relevant. Like, if I'm up on stage and I'm having a bad set, if I still, if I feel like it's so bad that it, it kind of minimises all the good times, then, yeah, then I start worrying. But if it's just, like, a middling set, then it doesn't really bother me. It's just like, oh, I've got to work on it better. That's all it is. Celeste, yeah. yeah, when you go into a quiet room, you really got to start to like deal with it uh, in a completely different way. And I felt like you sort of you grappled with that really, really well. As soon as you went in there, you sort of acknowledged like the uh, the air that was in the room and every and all the like the, the lack of audience members, and um, and you sort of like persevered through that nicely. But uh, so are you going to be doing more than one set tonight? Tonight, just uh, it's traditionally you just do more than one or just to, one. Well, I mean, what do you mean like multiple sets? I mean, if I had multiple gigs, then of course I, I just didn't have anything else. Tonight, so, so. Have you been? Do you go over to Molotov regularly? Uh, sometimes I go there. I haven't been there in a couple of weeks, but I go to this place here, maybe Tudors, sometimes the Cactus. I go to all of them, just yeah. rotating, really. Yeah, yeah. Wednesdays it's a big one because you got like Mosh. Yeah, there's a couple. There's cactus, a couple on Wednesdays. So yeah. I, I do two at most, I'd say. Yeah. But I tend to just spend a lot more time just focusing in on my material. And, uh, yeah. All right, cool. So. Uh, uh, how long, okay, last question I have for you here. How long will you trial uh, a bit, like a new bit, and it doesn't get the response that you want before you sort of jettison, like chuck, throw, throw it out, yeah? I think every time it doesn't work, I change it a little bit. So I don't just do the same thing. Mm. I, I think you need to learn from each time. And so every time I do it, I know, if it's not working, I know something, part of it needs to be fixed because people are generally pretty honest. Unless it's a really horrible room. There's only two people, then no. For example, tonight, I felt that my ideas were there. There was something there and some people were like smiling. But it wasn't funny yet to the point where it's good. So I know I need to work on it, but it wasn't worthy of jettisoning it. But I've done bits where I knew... Uh, immediately after saying it, I was like, that's fucking terrible. That's probably sexist or racist. Yeah. And I didn't even realize it. And yeah, that happens as well. So, I really look forward to having you back on another night with Vibe. But um, until then, this has been Live at the Vibe. And uh, thank you for listening. Ciao. Shutterstock Music. Shutterstock.